Welcome to the Queen's Behaviour Podcast. I'm your host, Talia W. DiGiulio, and welcome to Queen's Behaviour. Oh my gosh, you guys, I am so incredibly grateful to be bringing you season two, episode three today with the most magical. I don't know why this just came through to me, Adriana, but like when I just wanted to say how I wanted to describe you, I saw a unicorn. I just like fully saw a unicorn. <laughs> Guys, I am so grateful to be joining you today, season three, episode, season two, episode three on Queen's Behavior with my amazing, beautiful friend, Adriana Andelovich. Am I getting that right? Close enough. Oh my God. This is the beautiful thing about my space. It's like imperfectly perfect. And I go, A, let's get this name right. And if I don't, <laughs> let's just speak about it. <laughs> um, Adriana is absolutely an earth angel. And I am so grateful, babe, to have you on my space. Queen's Behaviour loves you. You absolutely are the epitome of what this space is about. And I'm incredibly grateful that we have you on. So I just want to be able to give you guys some beautiful context. Adriana is an incredible intuitive reader and she's one of the most amazing mindset coaches I've ever come across. And I want to take you guys back. A and I actually met just over a year ago now in person um, at an incredible uh four-day event that was happening here in Bali. Oh, and yeah, it feels like years ago, doesn't it? <laughs> and it's so crazy because I met this beautiful woman. When I say Adriana is so layered, she's such a great example of what a woman can truly be without giving it labels around what we are, what we are capable of. And I met Adriana as a facilitator. She was, you were creating this entire event. You were the events coordinator along with all the other roles that you were doing. And I remember saying to my girlfriend at the time, wow, this woman's like next level. Like she really has got it going on and you helped the Fort Town, babe. And that event was incredible. Um, and really we've stayed in touch ever since. You, you have been a beautiful girlfriend I've been honored to do life with you and we're joining you right now. I'm here in Bali. Adriana's in Melbourne. Uh, COVID-19 is happening. We're, we're in a time of history. It's real. <laughs> and I just really feel that our conversation today is going to be so relevant to everything that's going on, but also how you can really grace um, our listeners with your experiences, babe. And, and we were just speaking offline Adriana has been so blessed to be spoken on many different forums on who she is and what she does. But I really wanted to give you guys some more context behind how she came to do what she's doing. So babe, welcome. I love you. I see you. You're next level. Cheers. I am no shit covered in goosebumps, like covered. I wish you could see. Um, thank you. Like, that was delicious. That was beautiful. I am honoured to be here. This has been, you know, months in the making. So how magical is this? And thank you for such, you know, kind words. And what's really funny is the other day, a little side story is that I decided that I wanted to start seeing more unicorns. 
And then when you called me that, I was like, of course this is happening. So if we're not powerful human beings, I don't know, you know, this is pretty magic. So... Wow, babe. Well, I, I really mean it. I, I mean, I went three, two, one, and you saw me eyes were closed. Um, I just saw unicorns. So you and you're singing right now, but what powerful beings to be able to be so in tune with each other. So amazing. I love it so much. And I loved, you know, the way we got to meet and that event was so beautiful. And it's really the beginning for me of such a transformative career you know it was really the beginning of my career too so in this industry so yeah how magical is that so and go there tell it tell everyone a little bit just a little bit about yourself like you know um over the last few years how you have really found yourself to be where you are and we'll go into the juicy yummy stuff in a second but just let everyone know a little bit about yourself yeah so I always love to start at the fact that I come I came from the fashion industry so I worked in fashion for four years I owned a label a fashion label and we went global we were stocked in 45 stores or something all around the world Uh, and I was at this really beautiful spot I was about 24 at the time and Uh, turning 25 and I was like I don't want to do this anymore (laughs) I'm out this isn't in alignment with me it doesn't feel good for me long story short that kind of wrapped up and I took three months just to kind of be to start writing my book which I'm still working on to meditate to chill to be to work you know two to three days a week and it was this really beautiful beautiful time the December of that year so end of 2018 I received a phone call from uh, a mentor of mine who was out in Bali, um, the wonderful Emil, and who was the host of the event that we met at. And he calls me and he says, what is your next uh, six-month vision? And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm in between jobs. I think I might start this business and do this and da 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 And he was like, that sounds good. But do you know what sounds better? And I'm like... Tell me, I'm in the car in the factory of where my um, my brother works because I was working in his office. So I'm in the car taking this call and he says to me, I want to move you to Bali. Wow. I want to offer you a job with us. I want to move you here. I want, we want to pay for, you know, for everything, flights, accommodation, visa, and we want to move you here and to work for us. And it was one of those days, babe, where you're just like, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, what? <laughs> and it's funny because in my vision, I kept writing, I want to live near the beach. I'm going to go get coffee and go to the beach. Beach, beach, beach. And I went back actually in a, in a statement I'd written, I am living to and from Bali. I don't know the reason, but I'm coming back and forth from Bali. And I had just written that because I thought it sounded cool. I didn't actually have any idea how that was happening. And, you know, three months later, um, I organized my stuff in Melbourne, got on a plane, moved to Bali, worked for um, Joel Brown and Emil Steenveld, and it was absolutely amazing. Learned so much about how to run business, run people, work in the personal development industry, um, ran beautiful retreats with them. And then 
you know, we fast forward again and I decided to work full time for myself and really take that next big leap. And, you know, I really listened to my intuition, you know, took that leap at a time that was maybe a little risky for me and then dove into what I do now as my full time job. And I feel so blessed every day. Like this morning I woke up and I was just like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So that's a little, I guess, little slash big version of how I ended up here over the last kind of two years. And I, I love this. When I listen to your story, I, like I want, I want you guys to, to hear that in the time I've known you, Adriana, you have been an example in our inner circle of like really being being guided by your intuition you we all know you to be incredibly you're an example for us as okay well what's coming up where do I want to go and although like you're so real at heart you're as real as they come we've had conversations where it's like well although you don't know the how you just know and I think that hearing that you taking us back of like getting that call from a meal and just like you wrote it down subconsciously about Bali. You didn't know the how, but here you were three, four months later. And you've been really an example of that. Me watching you over the last year or two. So speak into that a little, because that plays into such a role of what I love about you, Adriana. And what I love about having you on today is that you are an example. The way you are behind closed doors is how you are in front of others and the way that you speak and there is no i'm gonna say this is no bullshit to you right you're nurturing but you're also super red as well and i think that what i love on this forum is that we get to speak more into women being able to be all of it we don't need to be one or the other and so i would love for you to speak to the women around how you've navigated that Mm, I always I, I always go into this and explain that we are both. You are allowed to be both. If you need permission to be both right now, here is your permission. You know, <laughs> like I am designed to be both. I am a partier. I love going out on the weekend, but I love meditating and channeling and, you know, doing all my psychic witchy things, but it doesn't take away from the other side of me. I also love binge watching Netflix, but then I also love doing deep, deep trauma work as deep as, as you know, I can go and looking at my wounds. I don't, I didn't have to be one and lose the other side of me. You know, people always say to me, especially dating, it's quite funny. They're always like, oh, oh, this isn't like what I expected. You need like a, you need to like dress differently or something. And they're kidding. But this is the thing. I rock up, I'm in my Nike gear, I'm in my, you know, my my chilled clothes. and, And then there's this whole other side to me. And I think we are so multidimensional that we we make ourselves small by, by not honoring that I can be both. And, you know, I think a lot of people around me as I moved into this career were subconsciously a little worried. They'd lose me to this industry. They'd lose me to spirituality. I grew with it. You know, it amplified parts of me that I know, I know in my core of core, so many women I work with and women listening to this today, are are you know, thinking that, when I tap into that space, I am more me, but I'm so worried of what people will think. And all it is is an amplification of me. It doesn't take away from all the other stuff. 
you know, give me like a PlayStation and I'll be like, yeah, mad for three hours. But then I'm also like, I just want to like go and do a full moon circle. And <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Also, if you don't want to do the other stuff, that's okay too. So really coming back to how do I honor both and how do I honor just who I am? So for me, I guess that looked like about two years ago, slowly kind of opening to this spiritual side of, of me and who I am and what I do. And for me, I guess it's quite funny because my whole life on and off, I guess I had the awareness that I was psychic. And this is something I don't really talk about a lot. Um, and we and want to talk about it because my gosh, experiencing you in person, what a gift. And you have reminded me that, a gift that almost everyone, if tapped into, can really open up. And you've gone first in that. So, yes, let's absolutely talk about it. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, and it's funny because we all have these, these gifts in some way or another. Everyone's attunement is different. Mine was very carefully selected and it's extremely intense. And I'm okay with that now, but I wasn't always okay with that. Um, at the beginning, I was, I think you could call it somewhat terrified slash thought I was going to the loony bin and I was like, this is the end of me. I've gone mad. <laughs> and <laughs> for a lot of people who feel this or hear this, this is really tricky to navigate. And I guess an interesting story for me is when I was four, um, some four-year-old kid and I would have these reoccurring nightmares of dying in a fire. And I'd wake up in the night and my mum still, you know, I asked her about it the other day. She was like, yep, it was a pain in my ass. And I'd wake up screaming, mum, mum, mum. And she'd run to my bed and I'd say to her, I died in the fire again. And she'd say, you didn't, like you're here. And then oh, I'd run to her bed and, and shake her and wake her. And your four-year-old's kids having this recurring nightmare you don't know what to do about that. And eventually they ended up getting a priest into our house to um, whatever priests do. I'm, I'm no longer religious. So whatever they do. Um, and I remember looking at him and it's one of my clearest memories as a four-year-old sitting at the end of the dinner table. And he was sitting like, you know, um, diagonally across and he looks at me and he gets out his thing images and, um, he, I guess, tries to bless me to stop having these nightmares. And I remember looking at him in the eyes and just being like, you don't get it. Yeah. You don't get it. You don't get it. No one gets it. And that really always stuck with me. Then as an adult, I saw a, I saw a few different like healers and readers. And one day one sits down with me and she's like, oh, in your past life, did you die in a fire? And I was like, I, I, I think so. And like each their own, how we feel about past lives. Um, and then she goes, you were really young. And I go, yeah, I was four. And she was like, and we were both just covered in goosebumps. And all of the sudden, so much more of my life made sense. And I was able to piece together that I was so able at four years old and there's so many instances that happened at four to tap into other timelines, to 
see other parts of reality, to feel into other things that were happening. And I could make no sense of that. How does a four-year-old make sense of that? And now I can perfectly understand it. But when you're faced with these things through your life and lots of people are and we don't get it, And then all of a sudden we start to piece things together and you are no longer crazy and people believe you. In fact, you're even making an entire income from this work. That's where you start to really navigate, like we said, who I am at my core and that it's fucking okay. Oh my God. For me, that was one of the moments in my life that I was like, this shit's real and I will learn till I'm blue in the face how to move and mesh these two worlds together so I can feel peace that I haven't felt in 27 years. Like I literally, and if you guys could see me right now, which you can, but if you're watching this, but if you're listening, I am covered eh, in full body chills. And one thing about what everything you just said, as I said to you, when we just when three, two, one earlier, for whatever reason, we have had a long time coming of having this conversation. And that one word around your entire energy that comes up for me around you is like navigation. And everything you just said is so beautiful, but also so relevant. And it's why I'm so grateful that we're having this call right now in, in this time as well eh, to what's going on. And, and maybe we can go here because... That four-year-old you that had that priest come there that day, how many of you women and men that are listening right now know that from our childhood, it was like we had to remove and get rid of these special parts of ourselves and this is the society that we grew up in, right? And you as a four-year-old just saying, you, you just don't get it. That, that is what I truly believe we as a whole. And I do believe raising consciousness right right now, this time that we're coming into, if we choose, we're tapping into that a little bit more. It's not, we have to get rid of this, but actually welcome it in these special parts of ourselves. And I just, I cannot be more obsessed with that. And, and so grateful that you moved through it and found it. And today, and so let's jump there. This, this, this work that you do, um, you know, you're, you're in your twenties and no woman ever reveals her age. I mean, we could, but no woman ever reveals her age. And you're, you're really, you're really paving the way for a lot of women and men to, to, to do the work and find themselves. So speak into a little bit from into that, um, before we before we jump i guess that's the two parts me one is that i just want to remind everyone that we are magic and magic is everywhere and that we are so so magic and once you decide you're magic the whole world changes so i just have to say that and remembering you know it's how you be behind closed doors like you said before and there's so much value in that and it's undernourished and under you know spoken about so just a little reminder there Um, but I guess that, that in paving that way for me, I suppose it was so important that I did my shadow work, that I really looked at my stuff underneath and then underneath that and underneath that, because there was a lot of stuff going on. I know you've had people speak, people or people will be speaking into things like trauma and all of that. And that shadow work for me is what 
paved that way and led me now to be able to do the work I do today, to be able to run the business I do today, to be able to work the hours I want, to be able to be who I am at my core as I still learn and discover, um, remember that person. And what's so beautiful is it really started with, you know, about that two years ago and a year and a half ago, let's sit down, let's do the deep work, let's have a look at what's underneath, let's have a look at what no longer serves me, let's remember who I was before the noise. And then as I moved through that, I had some epic breakdowns and epic breakthrough. And then it led me, moved me, moved me, and as I cleaned that up, my intuition deepened, my abilities, gifts, whatever we want to call them, deepened, my psychic ability, my just alignment, my ability just to hear, you want friggin' pizza for lunch, you know, that, that ability just strengthened and strengthened. And now how I run my entire life and business is all through that intuitive nudge. So I feel like that was my little recipe there. And for somebody listening to you right now that really, Adriana, feels like, they're at this point of resistance of like, cool, A, I hear you, but I'm actually really quite scared of how confronting it is to deal with my shadow work. What, what would be some lending just advice that you could speak into that of just for, just for the, just for the person to start? What would, what would you share on there? I, I feel like what really changed the game for me was how do I just think about today? not think about all the steps in front of me and just do one part of it. Okay, cool. I'm not going to look at sexual abuse, you know, emotional abuse, my ex-partner, my, my, my dad's death all at the same time. No way. I will go mad. I'm going to look at one that keeps resurfacing. So for me, that was a lot of um, trauma around my dad's death. And I'm going to start to unpack that. I'm going to start to forgive him. I'm going to start to forgive myself, which is the key to everything. And if you've heard my work before, you know how much I blab on about forgiveness. And then I moved through. And then I was like, okay, now I'm remembering a trauma from 13 that I'd forgotten for about 10 years or something. So great, let's look at that. As I looked at that, then I remembered trauma from being four. Let's look at that. Okay. but we don't need to do it all at once. And I think my biggest reminder there is how do we just focus, come back to here, come back to our heart space, come back to today. What if I just looked at one thing? Yeah. What if I made it simple? I just looked at one. I asked for support. I couldn't have done what I did alone. No way, no chance. I've had so many coaches and therapists and hypno and all these, you know, things and you're safe. You're safe. That always changed everything for me. The birdies were chirping, as you said, safe. Oh, of course they were. <laughs> Thanks, birdies. <sighs> that was so beautiful. And I, I think we all, we need to come back to when we're all trying to do so much noise, so much noise that we all grow up around, which is why I'm saying this conversation is so relevant, babe, right now. Because we are, if you are listening to this episode right now, or you may listen to it in 10 years' time, it is out there in the world, right? <laughs> We're at a time, it's May 2020, COVID-19 is happening. Everyone has almost been forced to stop and slow down and look, if willing to look, 
pull up that mirror, look at some of your stuff. And for that's why I asked you, Adriana, for some, it's really scary, right? But what I love that you just said <clears throat> is that you don't need to do it all at once, one foot in front of the other. And quite often, I think we learned this in business. It's like when you're trying to do it all at once and you just don't do anything at all. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I want to go. I want to go here into this this kind of next topic. So you're in Melbourne right now, and um, you really once again you listened to your intuition and you were guided in this time to um, be planted back in Melbourne. Your business is thriving. You're thriving, and I don't. You know me. I I um I'm in a season where I'm really proud to own what that means to really thrive. We need to celebrate our joys, right? So I would love for you to share a little bit about what does the future look for Adriana in terms of what you're doing right now, what you know you're called to do? Talk, talk to a little bit about that. Fun, fun, fun. It's funny. I, I don't often get asked about future me. Um, so your, always... your future self excites me big time. <laughs> Cool chick. I love her already. Um, so exciting for me. I, as you know, I am super heart led. I, I'm following my intuition each step of the way. As you said, I was living in Bali and uh, through um, this time I decided to move back uh, here in Australia, in Melbourne. And it's been this absolute blessing. I feel so aligned here. I feel so excited to be here. And I followed again the nudge. And I actually just sat down the other day, I have it all next to me, and I looked at my next four months and I really sat with myself and I can feel this shift in my business. I can feel, you know, I keep getting this nudge to do group work and I resisted it. I was like, group work sounds terrifying. And I really wanted to learn how to channel in front of a whole group of people. So um, the difference with that is that when I'm channeling, you're of course tapping into all the energy in front of you and it's, it's a lot to hold. It's really, it really is a lot. So when that's happening, um, I was always like, maybe people will t see too much of me. Like that's so vulnerable. Maybe I'll look silly. Maybe I, you know, won't be able to do it. Like terrifying to me. And I'm someone who in a one-to-one, -one, that's it. I mean, I go. So I started practicing doing them. I offered a free circle every Thursday and I just started one foot in front of the other practicing it. And now it's turned into this absolute beautiful gift that I get to give to these women. And it looks like something I want to create into something that moves forward. I don't know exactly how that looks, but how beautiful it was to receive the message, do more group work, and then start to put that into motion. So I'm very excited over the next few months to be, you know, um, amplifying that part of the business and how it rolls. I'm committing to, I work the least amount of hours I've ever worked, making the most amount of money. And I share this all the freaking time because I deserve to be proud of that. And other women and men deserve to have that too. And it, it's not about the hustle for me anymore. And I really want to keep that up over the next few months, working my 20, 25 hours, sometimes more, sometimes less, you know, again, it's, it's intuitive and keeping on serving, growing my business and serving more people and really tapping into again. Okay. I feel my, my purpose is shifting 
And I could see that over the next few months and being like, what is that? So I re-tapped into that and really looking at how do I open more heart spaces? How does my purpose show people just to live from their heart and all the answers are there? So that's a huge focus for the next few months. And then on top of that, I guess, outside of my business, there are so many exciting things happening too. Um, You know, things like looking at buying my first property, which is very exciting and super passionate about um, that side of life. And again, because I choose, I can be both. Um, And spreading um, that message as well. And, you know, of course, looking for love is on the cards for the next few months. And I mean, when you, I I just like, before we close, I can't even, my whole being is just gratitude, gratitude, gratitude right now. You are dropping some such beautiful, um, just so much grace right now, Adriana, and so much value. And one thing that just came through to me before we close this out, and I just allow everyone to know where they can find you, where they can be a part of your journey and where they can see you. It's so interesting to me. Um, for those that don't know, like we're both European. We both have a beautiful European background, something we've both really like embraced, I think, as we've gotten older. And I definitely know that's where a lot of our fire lies as well. But it's something that you and I as girlfriends have been able to speak into over the last few months around love. You've done work with me around it. Um, You've shared with me about it. And I always say that for you, you are an example of this with with your clients, your friends, all of it. And when that is so magnetized in a partner, holy moly, mama papoli, like, wow. Gonna be a wild time, you know. I think a lot of women would resonate with that. If you're listening, where are you in your life right now offering that love and in a way actually blessing it? Because I know as us as women, we go, well, we're putting out this energy and we're doing it there, but our subconscious is always like, but I just wanted it in a partner. I just wanted a man. I just wanted it in a woman. And I think what we've learned is that love is love regardless. And when you're showing it, <clears throat> it is a practice. Love is a practice. And when you're in that space, it just comes to you when you're you're least expecting it. So before we close out, I would just love to go here. I think we've spoken so beautifully, but bringing it back to Queen's behavior in terms of a queen, right? One thing that I've been on a journey with you and I love you for is that I am setting an example at the moment how you can do things with ease, flow, and grace. How I've come from a space that I had to very publicly navigate a lot of things. Again, there's that navigation of removing things that drove me down a space of hustle, a space of unalignment, and a space of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. And so I would love for you to close everyone out on this, that when we think about abundance, when we think about work, when we think about success, how we can change the game around that, that it doesn't need to be nine to five, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. all day, every day and work your bum off, right? Like we were brought up to really thrive. Speak about that. It's a journey I love being on with you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love this. I love, love, love this because it's something I've spent the last 12 months, absolutely rewiring, absolutely re-navigating, absolutely changing the pathway in my mind that says work nine to five, work 40 hours a week. You know, I was in fashion, I worked 50, 60 hours a week. Um, Who knows how much I work sometimes. My mom always said, you know, I had an office set up at the house and 
she'd come in and be 12 at night and say, your eyes are just sunk all the way in your head. It broke her heart. And she said to me the other day, I love never seeing you like that. I haven't seen you like that since then. And it was this addiction to being wearing it. You know, we see this a lot, like, you know, on Instagram as a badge of honor and then rewiring that and being like you said before, this gets to be easy. This is easy. This is easy. This is easy. This is easy. It gets to be easy, you know, being tough and being this and da, 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 da. You know, it's not our badge of honor. Now I just say, yeah, I'm like, yeah, my days are chill. Yeah. Like some days, like today I have three meetings back to back. I love that. That's beautiful. After that, I'm free for like all the afternoon and that's so beautiful and I'll see how I feel. And I always ask myself every day, what would love do? Oh, that's what would love do now? Yeah, like it, that just changed everything because love wouldn't make me do something I didn't feel like doing. Love wouldn't make me hustle. Love wouldn't say that you need to be up at 5.30 a.m. because that's what successful people do. Pardon my French, but fuck that. Like, you know, there's, there is no dogma. There is no right and wrong. And we get to create the reality we want and we were told otherwise. And now we get to relearn. We get to remember the truth that I always say that we were born with and you were born as the dot. You were born into the light and to the light you shall always return. And that means how do I show up each day, how it feels good to me. That's it. And that's my only purpose. I mean, I don't, I don't think we really can say anything more other than that, that you just said. And you know what, I, we have a, I have a theme here on QB that we are always finding our way back to ourselves. Yeah. And I think in life in general, balance is beautiful. We, we must find balance in structure and time and all these things. But what I love that you're being an example for is that, uh, all body chills, what would love do? what would love do and how we can navigate and transcend that into our work, into our job, into our space, into our relationships. Then when we're operating from that place, it feels good to do what we're doing. Yeah. I get excited. I love my career, but I'm not my job. You know, I'm not what I do. I'm how I be. And I always remind myself that when I get caught up in what I do for work and I'm like, Whoa, calm down. You are not that. It's part of you. You know, Wednesday that just passed, I took the day off and I didn't even really plan to. I was at a friend's house. We are having a ball, stayed for three hours longer than I planned. It was great. And I was like, this is the life I want. This is freedom. This is true freedom. And I know you really value that word too. So I'm still learning like everybody else. But like you said, we're on a journey of remembering. So every day I get to remember more deeply. And man, I get to feel more and more alive every damn time. (laughs) I mean, I am just so grateful that we've had this conversation. I know that it's going to serve so many people. And uh, I really want to close this beautiful space out. Never more have I been excited to really offer such a beautiful friend and woman in this lifetime. So right now, I want you to share with everyone, you know, where they can find you, but also, babe, if they're wanting to go that beautiful next level and work with your gifts, you know, um, yeah, where they can find you in that. And what is the most immediate thing that you have coming up that people can plug into? Yay! 
exciting. I love, love, love this. So my biggest thing at the moment is good old Instagram. Um, and I love that I really prioritize replying to everything there. So it takes me time, <laughs> but it is a priority for me. I, I, I love and adore it. Um, so I'm sure you'll pop it down wherever you pop it. And, um, definitely reaching out to me there, watching, you know, the work, connecting on what, you know, resonated with you or perhaps anything you want more on. And I love and adore that we get to do that now. From there, I do a few different things and it's always kind of evolving. Um, my one-to-ones are such beautiful sessions ranging from things like energy work so we can work together on that energetic kind of more psychic level um, and playing in that field and just seeing what comes up. They're so natural and fun and beautiful. And then the, the mindset work, which is more based on that coaching aspect and going into our hearts and going into what's hidden in there and then transcending that and putting that into purpose and passion and, you know, leaving our nine to fives if that's what we choose and really moving through that. And then loads of, as I said, beautiful group work and everything in between. This is just the beginning and I am just, you know, 12 months, if that in this um, industry and where I've been able to move and navigate and show people, I'm just grateful beyond grateful all the time. So, And, and for the audio side of things, just drop your Insta handle so everyone can hear it. Yeah. So it's Adriana loves with an underscore at the end <laughs> i mean girl i love you you're beautiful you're a, you're layered you're multi-dimensional but one thing that stands out about you and i'm so grateful guys i want you to hear this as somebody that has absolutely worked with adriana one-on-one in person and knows her as a beautiful friend you're a heart of gold babe and i'm grateful to have a woman and a friend in my life that emulates such a high value of mine with me so oh guys I'm, I'm just going to speak into the biggest takeaway that I got from this amazing amazing time with Adriana what would love do and if there is anything beautiful that you hear today it's that what would love do I'm so grateful for this time I love you and as always guys as I say you are king you are queen don't ever forget it don't ever veer away from it we're always finding our way back to ourselves. And until next time, we will see you on QB. Peace.